Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Bards Fest Big Announcements. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it's Friday, August 11th in the year 2023. It's been quite a last couple of weeks behind the scenes, and we're going to dig into Bards Fest with some big announcements here in just a moment. Also want to let you know tonight on Fishers of Men, Pastor Brad Cummings is going to be joining me, and we're going to have an open conversation live. So that's, that could take us more than an hour and a half the way we go. So just know that. It's going to be a great show this evening. Looking forward to it. I just got off the phone with him. And before we get going, let me remind you all that we are dealing with psychopaths in this world and you must prepare. And to prepare for psychopaths, you need to do things like prepare your electronics because they like to do things like drop an EMP. If you haven't been paying attention to what happened in Maui, that was not just a fire. They have incinerated that island because their plan was to turn it into an AI managed island under a 15 minute city model. And they just devastated that. And there's already screen picks coming out proving that they use directed energy weapons. These people are crazy. So here's the deal. You need to head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. And there you're going to find the best device around to protect your, your vehicles, to protect your RVs, to protect your solar systems, to protect your home-based CB radio stations, to protect your home, everything. It protects Everything you need, they have a device for to ensure that you don't get smacked with an EMP and be left with just a piece of sitting junk. So these are devices that have been are American-made 100%. They've been tested at the best government labs. This is a great, great device. So I have them for the ATV, the, the Jeep. My dad has them on his car. We have them on the house. These are critical devices to have. So head on over to EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You'll get $50 off, and at the same time, you're going to get a free shipping. And then right now, site-wide, they have an additional 10% off site-wide. So again, empshield.com, your promo code is BARDS, $50 off, plus free shipping. And then site-wide right now for their freedom sale, it's continuing as an additional 10% off. Not a better time to buy the device, something we all need. All right, let's dig into some meat and potatoes. Well, actually, just meat because I don't do potatoes these days since I'm doing carnivore diet, and I'm proud of it and happy of it. Patriots, we're going to have a change in venue for, meaning location, for Bards Fest. So let me start off with just the, with, in the military, you'd say, what's your bottom line up front called a bluff? Bottom line up front is Bards Fest will be same dates, except we're going to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday instead of Wednesday, Thursday. Friday. So that's going to be 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of September. We're going to start Thursday afternoon, which should make it a little bit easier for everybody going to getting off time for work. And we're going to go all day Friday and all day Saturday. And we're, we've now shifted the location from Fredonia, Kansas, 
Flemingsburg, Kentucky. Now, where's Flemingsburg, Kentucky? Flemingsburg, Kentucky is in the northeast part of the state. It's about 45 minutes from Lexington. It's about 90 minutes from Cincinnati. And the story that we'll talk about tonight is how absolutely incredible it is that this location has come about. The first thing, so you now know what we're talking about. Dates are essentially the same, only we've pivoted one day to the right on the calendar. And the location is going to be more accessible to hotels and other things. Plus, there's a lot more camping resources where we're going. And I I think I've decided I'm just going to camp this entire, I'm going to be at the venue and camp this entire time, which will be good. All right. So let's go into the story. For two months, we, we were invited to Fredonia. And Matt Klepfer was very gracious and offered his farm to us down in Fredonia. And we were planning in detail since before Bards Fest in, in Yuba City, we were planning the event in, um, we were planning the event down in Fredonia. Well, as we got closer to the event, Matt's got a number of things going on. Matt is a integral part of that community. It's a small community, about 2,500, same as Fredon or as uh, Flemingsburg. But there began to be a lot of unease with the nature of Bards Fest coming in. It's a town that hasn't had anything like this, and there started to be some divisions for a variety of reasons. And Matt expressed some concerns that the people were starting to pull away from him and that they were even starting to hesitate on going to his annual event, which is Blues on the Hill, and which is a Hymns on the Hill, which is a blues fest that he has at the, it's was going to be on the 23rd of September following the Bards Fest. And there's been a lot of logistic issues with, with, with Fredonia. And so we were kind of overcoming those. We didn't have the resources in place to help for camping, but we were going to try to figure that out by, by bringing in portable showers and camping facilities. The closest place to Fredonia is about 90 minutes away. So it creates a lot of logistics challenges to even getting hotels or so forth from everybody. And flying in and out of there is really difficult because it's about an hour and a half to two hours away for the nearest airport. So I made the decision, which is now about two weeks ago, I made the decision that we would not continue and have Bards Fest in Fredonia. Now, I'm sure the first question is, well, how come you didn't tell us? Because that's not how God had me walk this. And I want to walk this through with you. I knew that the minute that this started to happen, that it was not right for us to have a Bards Fest. And then my exact words to Matt were, we bring Bards Fest to heal, not divide. And the last thing we were going to do is be part of your community and cause division. And if this is something that is not feeling right for your community, yes, Matt invited us in. But the, the fact is that it just, it became a point that there was enough friction and tension within the community that it was not going to be successful. And I, we weren't going to do it that way. So I put it to God and I said, all right, Lord, here we go. And this is going to be an interesting ride. So the first thing God tells me to do is he says, get hold of the resistance chicks. So I'm like, all right, I call them. Got hold of Leah Michelle. I said, Leah Michelle, I need you to start praying on this. I said, I don't know if God wants us to have Maybe God wants us to have the, the Bards Fest up in Ohio. And they came back two days later and they're saying, Scott, absolutely, we, we can say one thing. God's not looking to have us be here in Ohio. And so I, they said, but why don't you check with Rob and Jamie of Banners for Freedom? 
So I'm like, okay, so we'll check with Barbara and Janie and the Panthers for Freedom. And they were just north of Fredonia. And uh, Jamie happens to be from there in that area. And so we started talking about the idea of possibly combining efforts. But again, no venues were opening up. And it just, and they didn't have a venue for what they were doing. They're kind of doing these small campfires around the country revivals, which is pretty powerful. They happened to be there at the same time. The Bards Fest was going to be there. They were planning on coming down to Fredonia. But we just things weren't opening up. And the one thing I've, as I told you about Bars Fest this year, that God made explicitly clear is that we are to go where we are invited, meaning doors are open. So I said, all right, we're going to sit on this and kind of see what happens. So a week went by and not much is, is shaking. And I'm starting to, I'm not getting concerned, but I'm having a conversation with God. And it's like, okay, Lord, we're going to have to come to a point here where we make a decision. And I trust in everything you're bringing, but we're going to have to make a decision on where. So we had our planning team meeting on Tuesday, this last Tuesday. And now this is, at that point, it's about 10 days into the decision not to be in Fredonia. I'm sorry, um, not to be in uh, wherever the other place was. <laughs> I'm not slipping. Yeah, I guess it was Fredonia. Sorry, Fredonia, because the new place is Flemingsburg. Sorry, I'll get it right. Don't worry, bear with me. And as we're having this conversation, first thing Duncan says, so let me back up just a minute, because we had, in the meantime, we've had this event which with, with Jaron and Jaron Jackson last weekend on CloudHub. And just so you know, at 24 hours in after that event, we had, there was over 500,000 views on CloudHub. Todd Callender, who is the CEO of CloudHub, emailed me. He's like, Scott, this was a fantastic event. Let me talk to you about a new platform we have, which is going to replace Zoom. And we'd really want you to get you involved in it. And it will translate anything you do there into 72 different languages. I'm like, okay, this is sounds pretty neat. So as these events are starting to come together, there's a lot of pieces about this that I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to, as I, as I sit here, I'm going to have to kind of walk with the Holy Spirit because some of these things are personal with other people that have been given words and guidances. But the one thing that's very interesting is, as you know, the story of Duncan and Raina, who were planning on having kind of a reception at the, the Bart's Fest, they have now, they now have their house in Kentucky. And this is where this thing began to pivot. Duncan in this meeting, and this is the first time the team knew because I had kind of just held it tight, sitting on it for a few days to see where the Lord was going to lead. And I and Duncan said, "Well, Scott, I've been I've been having a lot of prayers about Bars Fest, and it just seems that God really wants us to do a virtual Bars Fest." And I said, "Well, I, I mean, I honor that, but it's like I don't know if this is going to be the moment in time, but I can definitely see the application of that. But I, I'm, I'm I'm honoring what you're saying." And then Raina shared with her concern that Duncan's mom, who's got has some dementia going, that they can't come to a Bards Fest that's very far away because they have to tend to her their her mom, their mom. And I totally respect that. And that's a big deal. And so as the conversation kind of evolved, it was like, well, what about where you are? Now, Duncan has to give you some of the background on where Duncan and Raina have moved, they have stumbled into a God-centric community. It's pretty amazing. I in the and I'm going to let him, at his, at his discretion, share with you when he has an opportunity on his show 
to talk to you about all of the God events that have happened and the confirmations that have happened as they have moved into their new community. The people they've met, the communities outpouring, the, the, the Bards Nation, there's some Bards Nation folks that have been involved in helping transform some things. And Duncan has also had a calling put on his life, which that's for him to share, but I, I'm going to encourage you to ask him about it because I think it's going to become revealed at Bards Fest, and I'll get to that in a second. But the one thing that's become exceedingly evident through all of this is there's another part of this that wasn't going to happen in Fredoni. And that was our commission for Operation Vineyard. And I, I started to, as this thing starts to get to a point where God starts to give some clarity, it becomes very evident that what we're looking at here is a, there was, there's a venue change because there's also a complete transformation of what this Bars Fest focus is going to be. And that is shifting from just the theme that we had in Yuba City, which is raising the warrior hearts of Christ and then trying to go to a homesteading model in Fredonia, we needed to shift towards something geared towards rescue, heal, and restore. So in this course of this meeting, Raina and Duncan say, well, let us explore our area to see what we find. Well, that happened. This, what happens next happens in the matter of literally hours and it's only God that can do this. 20 minutes or so from where Duncan and Raina live is a place called Madeline Farm. Madeline Farm. Now, remember I told you there was a blues festival, on which was Hymns on the Hill down in Fredonia? Well, guess what? Madeline Farm is the location of a blues festival. So that's an interesting one. And if you don't know the connection, Duncan will tell you about it. Blues ties to Scotland. It's, it, there's just all these crazy connections here. It's only God. Well, this... Duncan and Raina get hold of the of Madeline Farm to inquire because they were introduced by somebody else who said, hey, we'd love to have Bards Fest here in the area. And they reach out to the owner of Madeline Farm and he says, oh, I'd love to have you all here. And the weekend's free. And all the things that we need are already in place. There's a stage. There's a pavilion. There's over 100 camping sites that are tent or RV. There's on-site facilities, bathroom showers. It's easy access from airports. Hotels aren't far away for those that want to camp. And it, it, the guy is a Christian. And when Raina asks about some of the details, he says, well, here's the deal. He says, this is God's land. I'm simply the title holder. Let's pray on this and let's bring it together. Well, all of these pieces together have led us to what I'm very excited to say is the next Bards Fest, which will be at Madeline Farm, which is going to be in, it's, it's yeah, I'm just, here we go again, hang on a second. It's going to be in Flemingsburg, Kentucky, okay? And that you will find is in the northeast part of Kentucky, but it gets better because, remember I told you I told to pray or reached out to the resistance chicks, well, as we were finishing the meeting, the resistance chicks didn't even know I was on this call. And the last two minutes of the meeting, they called me. And so I took the call, called them back. And they said, we called you to talk to you about Bars Fest. I said, well, that's interesting because we just had our meeting about Bars Fest. They said, well, we're not talking about location or details. We have a word for you. And I said, okay, what's the word? He said, we have the theme for Bards Fest. And I had just finished telling the team, 
we don't, we have to structure this around Operation Vineyard. We don't really have the theme. And the word was given, which is equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, which ties in everything that what we're talking about. So this Bards Fest is now being rapidly pivoted, set up. And I know it's going to disrupt some of your plans, and that's why I wanted to get this out there. But it's one of these things here where none of this was by our design. This is all by God's lead. And I know that there were people that have taken off time. I think there's been people that made some reservations in your, in some of your uh, Airbnbs. And I just, like, I had put to God this week to say, look, Father, we have to come to a decision this week. By Friday, I either have to say we're having a Bards Fest or we're not. But we can't linger this anymore. And I'm not questioning your will, but we have to get to the information. So this is where we are. And I'm excited about this place. This is a Christian-centered place. This is God's hand that has led us here. And I'm super excited about how this is going to transform. And it's going to be on similar foundations of what we did in at Glad Tidings Church, meaning we're going to, our, there's a big center focus around breaking bread. We're going to have a wonderful lineup of speakers, some the same, many different. And... It is going to be very, it's going to have a very active uh, kids event there this time. We didn't have that at the last one. And we're, we have a we have an area for kids to go fishing. We have a lot of event space for the children. It's We're emphasizing the idea of coming together and we're emphasizing the children. That is the biggest part of this shift, which has been big on my heart, as you know. And we have a pavilion that'll handle about 300 people under roof. Um, outside space, we can probably go to five or 600 people. I don't know how many of you are going to come. I know we have somebody, one Bards Fest follower or Bards Nation follower that's flying in from Germany to be participant with Bards Nation for a day or so. Pretty amazing. Um, so this is the big news. And I, I think you'll find that this is just going to be... Um, I, I just really think this is going to be a powerful event. I just got off the phone with, with the Church of Glad Tidings. We're going to try to get some people to come there and work with some deliverance issues. We're going to do a lot of, we're going to do some deliverance ministry and talk about deliverance ministry. And we're just going to make this a very interactive and incredible event to really raise up the Holy Spirit and empower us in the warrior spirit of Christ. All of this um, is in, in the framework of Operation Vineyard, which is rescue, rescue, heal, and restore. At the center of all of this is our children and our family. And of the event spaces, I can say that there's something very wholesome about this environment here. It's beautiful country. And I think one of the greatest parts of this that I just, I talked to Duncan for probably about an hour and a half last night. And he is in he is in such an amazing place right now in his life. And it's such a way for us to be near Raina and Duncan as they start their new life. This was not by design. This is God's doing. And to be able to bless off there. But at the same time, there's something very important about this location. Uh, the the big revival that was at the college, and I'm, I'm going to slip on the name, that was in Kentucky that went on for weeks. 
it's only 90 minutes away. The resistance chicks, and this, here's the other part of this news. If you know the resistance chicks, you know how busy they are. When they left their call yesterday, they made it very clear. They said, we need Bars Nation to know that we are partnering with you on this. We are bringing in our followers, and we are going to give as much time as you need us to give to make this event right. So all of these pieces start to come together, and I really see this as God bringing tribes together. Kentucky is a very interesting nexus place. And as West Coast has its own interesting nexus from Northern California to, I would say, Lynn County, Oregon, which is a pretty good span of about 600 miles, this nexus out here suddenly brings together a number of states in a kind of a large geographic regional hub that really, that really, really will empower, I think, what God is intending, which is to create strong kingdom safe spaces throughout the area. There is a lot of focus on healing. There's going to be a lot of focus on deliverance. And there's going to be a lot of focus on empowering through common law. I can tell you those are going to be fundamentals. And it's, I think it's also an interesting point because for me, as we, as God's kind of leading me, and we're going to talk more about this, and I can't articulate exactly how this is all coming together, but there is an important component of this that God is still revealing for me to be here and have it here because the next jump off for Barstest is going to go from here and in December, then I fly down to Chile, where we're going to be having a Bards Fest and planting a church. And it will be the first official Bards Nation church that we're putting at the tip, near the tip of where human sex trafficking or child sex trafficking begins. And its origins are deep in the ancient ways of the old tribes. And we're going to plant a flag down there. So I expect to have... Colonel Pete Chambers there. I don't know if, if Sergeant Major Joe Vega will be there, but Colonel Pete Chambers will be there. And I believe he's going to be with me when I go to Chile. There's a lot of neat things that are happening here. And as we go along, I think the stories that Duncan can share, and I'll do a show next week sometime. I'll bring Duncan on or the week after, but we'll get on and we'll kind of share some stories. But there's just an unbelievable nexus of events. I really, to be honest with you, other than, I kind of resisted Glad Tidings Church in the initial phase because I just I didn't know if it was going to be big enough. As we got closer, Glad Tidings, as you know, has become by by what we declared that Glad Tidings was a, a base camp for Bars Nation. It's interesting. I, there's a sense I have that this is going to be a regular event here in Fredonia or in Flemingsburg. Excuse me, Flemingsburg, and it's just that sort of feeling, and it's regionally correct as. Glad Tidings is regionally correct. It's There's just so many strange things about Kentucky. When I say strange, just God-type things that go on in Kentucky right now. I'm super excited to have the Resistance Chicks part of this with us. I think that speaks a great deal. If you know that origin's a story, it's worth mentioning. The Resistance Chicks had about 10,000 followers or less when I first came across their account. Maybe it was like even two or 3,000 followers. They were on YouTube. I was on YouTube. And I would pop in and listen to their chat, and I was really taken by their topic, which was basically a version of county by county about self-sufficiency. When everybody got deplatformed off of YouTube and we got cast to the wind, so to speak, I didn't know where they were. They, had, they would recognize me sometimes. They would pop over into my chat. I'd pop over in theirs. 
And that was it. In St. Louis, we had Bards Fest 1. I was not in charge of media. We had someone else arranging all the alternate media, and we had a fantastic alternate media section there at Bards Fest 1. And at that event, I'd come in. I was tired. It was kind of in the afternoon. I'd been going all over that venue. And these two ladies came up and said, we would love to interview you. And I looked at them. I said, you're the resistance chicks. I said, I used to follow you. And it was like two lost friends coming together. And this is just how God works. And there's a lot of these amazing connections right now as we start to put the pieces together to realize how God has brought so many people together. This nexus is another one of these. As Bard's Nation was brought into a family of the Church of Glad Tidings, we're now coming into a greater family that's going to include people that are part of the resistance chicks and even bringing in another core of Bard's Nation that is more central to the United States. I feel super good about this. So if I will just say it up front, just from my heart, and it's and understanding that this was a God move. And I really believe God intended us to be here the whole time. I think that the way this works is this was an event that Matt had wanted to have in his area. I think that when that was brought to his community, for the many reasons that go into that, his community wasn't ready for what we represent. Um, and that, I don't know, that's just the way things are sometimes. And I think it was one of those things that that gift, that interest was honored by God. But I think in the back of things coming, watching how quickly these things came together, it's truly one of these events where God led us to where he always intended us to be. Again, I feel feel super excited about this. Now, I'm blessed because in at the Church of Glad Tidings, um, I'm blessed because of all the people that showed up, but I also had the blessings of having my parents there. And that's probably the greatest gift I could have had. And now we're going to watch a blessing of two people, Duncan and Raina, who are going to be married in about two weeks. And while we honor my parents who have been together for well over 60 years, 86 and 85, we're going to be able to honor the beginning of a new life together of two people that are just starting out. And I just find that to be, um, there's a poetic, biblical joy in that place that I just mentioned that I'm really anxious to be part of. And I just think it's going to be one of these amazing events that we're going to be able to come together as who we truly are. Um, we are an amazing group of people. Recently, There was an event, there was something that happened recently. I want to keep some names out, but I want you to hear this. There was some, you all know my episode 64. And my episode 64 was about when God broke me. And if you are new to Bards Nation, please go back and listen to it. It's my testimony, and it's the most powerful part of my life, and it's part of a journey that 
reminding us of how God brings us to him if we listen and what, how we learn to abide and to obey. And recently, somebody made a really big statement about this, brought it up. There was, it was really questioning. This is a, a group of people that were really questioning this. And at the same time, questioning my integrity and questioning my place if I was really with God. So I just want you to hear this in my response. I said, well, I said, you can judge me. That's fine. But when you make a judgment like you're making, you're judging a following that God has led and brought together in a fellowship that we call Bard's Nation. And in that capacity that you've placed me right now, you're speaking to me as a shepherd of people that God has asked me to give a message to. And there is no possible way that I will ever let you judge the people in this nation. Judge me, fine. But you will never judge this nation based on me. We are an amazing group of people that are making huge impact. And as we come together, I if you could hear the dialogues I have each and every day of just the incredible stories and the events that we share, these events become more and more powerful. Barsfest, when we were talking about Fredonia, and initially there was also some cross-threading because initially Raina and Duncan had considered having their wedding there, and I and it really started to take on a, a separate life. And Duncan, Raina, and I all had this conversation and were in agreement that it was Barsfest, not their wedding in Fredonia. What's wonderful about this is they're going to be married before we get there. We're going to have an opportunity to celebrate them and the community. But most importantly, the center point is what Barsfest is about. This Barsfest is about, first and foremost, the children coming together, re-empowering re the family and breaking bread. If you were at the event in Yuba City, you know what I just said and how powerful that was because every meal we had together was the greatest part of that event. And that will be the same here. In fact, the owner of this event has said, because he has a cook kitchen, if you're going to grill, I want to be part of grilling with you. Well, so we know that Jim Conley is going to be busy flipping steaks and everything else he's going to do, whether it's pizza, macaroni and cheese, I don't know. And we've got an amazing grill team that will be there. And it's going to be an incredible event. There will be no physical inside this time. And this is another amazing event for me because God has given me a clear vision on what we are supposed to be doing going forward in terms of, and I've mentioned it before, sourdough and coffee. And these are meeting houses. And the one thing he's shown over and over is that it needs to be a place that doesn't have a floor to ceiling wall. There has to be a space between the roof and the bermed earth wall so that we never confine him again within the dead stone walls. And what's amazing is this pavilion has a, some interesting architecture that reminds me a great deal of what God has shown. It's all open air everywhere. So we're in the world with our Father. We're not confined in walls. That means our grill team also doesn't have to miss anything. They can be flipping steaks while we're listening, and then you can be smelling the food while it's getting ready. So it's going to be truly, truly an amazing event Jim has been taking, Jim Conley has been taking this so seriously that he actually ran three miles today. 
he told me that he was, yeah, he could not be ready enough for breakfast. So he started on a massive conditioning program and he has been running and sweating and getting himself. I think he's going to start lifting weights here pretty soon too, so that he can be flipping more burgers. So that's going to be good. Duncan, of course, has settled into the community well. And uh, they have already recognized the fact that they've never seen anybody that's a Christian walking around in a kilt. And so the the uniqueness of Duncan, and he's got some big things coming. And I, I'm not going to take anything away from him. There is so much about this story that is tied to Duncan and Raina. But I have to, and especially as I've as I know Duncan, you know that I have a deep respect for this man. We're good friends. Um, it was Raina, by the way, that originally linked us up. I was on Twitter, and this person kept pestering me, saying, "You got to see this. You got to see this. You got to see this video." And I think it was the video on child sex trafficking that Duncan had done. And I looked at it, and I went, "Wow, this guy's got some talent." And I could recognize right away that he knew how to make film. As you know, I've done film, a little bit of it, just a tiny little bit. And that began a relationship of respect and over time, a close friendship that only God can build. One of the great things that I honor so much about Duncan and now with Raina together in his life is the focus is always on taking care of his mom. These are values that are Bard's Nation values. And so... All of these things come together in a geographic location that I think that we will all celebrate greatly. Now, a few of the details. Tickets will be available probably Tuesday of next week. I'm hoping sooner, like Monday night, but probably Tuesday. Um, There's been some, our web guy has had some emergencies in the family, which I totally respect and honor. But he did manage to get up the new banner on the uh, website, so you'll see it, so you can, if you... If you forget it's Flemingsburg, just go to bardsfm.com. You'll see it's Flemingsburg, and you will see that um, not only is it Flemingsburg, but it is the Madeline Farm Campground. Now, the Madeline Farm Campground has a stage, has the pavilion, and has all the places in it. Duncan's already been there a couple of times checking it out. He says it's great, and I trust him, obviously, because if he turns out being wrong, we'll have to send him back to Scotland without a kilt but I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Um, So as I said the dates already, I will say the dates again, and they are on the website. It is the 21st, the 22nd, and the 23rd of September. So again, the 21st, the 22nd, and the 23rd of September. That will be beginning in the afternoon of Thursday, the 21st, full day Friday, 22nd and all day Saturday, the 23rd. And that's pivoting one day to the right from what we did in Glad Tidings, the Church of Glad Tidings. What we discovered at the Church of Glad Tidings was the idea of, and we had originally scheduled that so we wouldn't interrupt the service Saturday night at the Church of Glad Tidings. Um, it turned out fantastic, the event. I have no regrets, but it was there were some challenges of scheduling people people scheduling around work. So we're trying to accommodate that a little better. It's easier to take off like a Thursday afternoon and a Friday than it is to take off a Wednesday afternoon, Thursday and Friday of work. So it reduces some of the work lost time, which I think in this current economy is pretty important. The 
Camping reservations will not be handled by us. Okay. The event space is one thing. The camping reservations for Madeline Farms Campground. We will post that number that you will be able to work directly with Madeline Farmer at Campground for the camping reservations. And there's a good reason for that because not knowing how many people will camp, I don't want to have to, and this was suggested because if we are going to have that as part of our package, then we have to rent the entire campground and I don't want to pay for 150 plus sites. So that way people have a choice. Remember, the nice thing about this is it's both tent and it's RV. We will also, like we did done before, we will give you a list of hotels in the surrounding area. We're going to be working on discounts, but I can't guarantee we'll have those in place. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, we always try to reach out to hotels to see if they'll give us a discount. Being that we're new in the area, it may not happen. Hopefully, if not, then next year we'll get one. So there you go on that. We also have our standard information number, which we've already, we have from Yuba City. We'll set, have that set up again so you can leave messages and ask questions. And we will be doing tickets online like we've done before, which are going to be donation-based. Minimum donation recommendations, $5. We don't want anybody excluded from the event, obviously, but it's part of give as your cult. And if you, and I, as I've said many times, if you want to be there and you don't have the money we to pay for a ticket, we don't want it excluded to you. So I'm not doing the I'll keep names out. I'm not doing the events where it's like $500 for a VIP. There is no such thing as a VIP at Bards Fest. We are all God's children. We want to participate together and we just come together as you're called. Always, I, I encourage if you're capable to donate for others, we'll always give a recommended donation. That's just by virtue of when we see what our costs are, what our recommended donations are. We'll suggest that, but again, give as you can and give as you're called. The event, will we will do a potluck on Thursday night, just like we did with um, Yuba City. So instead of Wednesday night, it'll be Thursday night, we will do a potluck. So it would be encouraged to bring dishes of your choice, even if you're not from the area. You can hit a Costco, you can hit a Sam's, you can hit um, one of the supermarkets. And if we're all lucky, maybe you can bring us some of these um lab-grown meats. I'm kidding. Please don't. <clears throat> um, with that as well, then we, we'll be, we'll probably, we'll, we haven't figured out the breakfast situation yet. At the Church of Glad Tidings, they had a cafe there that was open with coffee and and rolls. I We have not crossed that bridge yet, so we'll be clear about that. We will probably provide something in terms of bulk, uh, just black coffee and um, and um sweet rolls or something like that in the morning, which will be on a, um, we'll, we'll have to charge for that probably. We'll try to keep it as it was before to keep the cost of the food for meals of lunch and dinner included in the, in the recommended donation price of the whole event. So kind of gives you an idea where we're going to go with this. Um, if you've, what I was going to say earlier is if you have made reservations and this is in the other area, I'm, and I, if you have problems, for some reason, somebody wants to charge you, um, feel free to reach out to us. We will do our best to try to get them to reverse that. I hope nobody does that. We're far enough out that shouldn't cost you, but I don't know. And if it's made some inconveniences in your plans, sorry, but God trumps you. So God wins. And um, didn't want to cause disruptions, but, you know, what can I say? It's God's event, not our event. 
And that's probably one of the most awesome part of all of this. So there you go. That's the latest and greatest. And I think that it's going to be truly something worthy of being there. Um, the other part about this is, and it's the last part, and we will definitely talk more about this next week. There are some technical developments, good way, that have happened with Cloud Hub. And I'm still learning about this live stream system and capability that they have. I don't know everything about it yet, but we're trying to learn about it quickly. Our hope is, and we're going to encourage, if you can't attend the Barts Fest, we want to be able to work with you so that you can have a local event in your home um, or in your local area. Maybe it's at a church. Maybe it's at a campground. Maybe it's at a park and have some, and I don't care if it's just a handful of people, but if you want to have a campfire event tied to this event and you want to do it on the same days and get together and hang out and maybe watch it together, or maybe just one day you want to come together. We're trying to connect. This is part of Duncan's vision. We're trying to get this set up so you can broadcast in to the central hub, which would ultimately our central hub will be running out of Cloud Hub, and you can at least say hello from your group, and it will be part of the live stream event. So we're working on that capacity. I know it's not whether we can do it. It's whether we can pull this all together in the next five weeks. And it's going to be part of the Cloud Hub's team working with our team, and I'm, that's part of our goal. So as kind of the last part of that, if you are not able to travel and be into this event and you are going to enjoy the live streaming and you have some people that you'd like to bring together locally, maybe for a, a barbecue at your house, or maybe it's going to be at the park or whatever, maybe it's going to be at the beach if you're near the ocean, um, whatever that is. And, or if you're going to be like uh, Kitty to Karen, that they did a sailing off the coast of Florida the other day, which is awesome. Uh, if you're going to do some event like that and you want to pull people together that aren't going to be able to travel to Kentucky, but you want to have a local event and tie it into us, I think that would be fantastic. And we'll just call those campfire events and we'll try to set it up so you can, you can broadcast into the live stream at least for a few minutes to say hello to everybody and we can all share the event together. So I think this is truly the essential part of this is we are bringing the body of Christ into a greater form. As the more that we start to look at how God is moving this, he is literally moving this in a fantastic way. Is showing us that the body of Christ is coming together. We are seeing the formations of kingdom sanctuaries. This is another big one, Yuba City, and through the range up to, up to where we are in the property up in Douglas County. That is another couple of big areas. We need to be focused on these kingdom sanctuaries. That is central and critical to Operation Vineyard. And the centerpiece here, again, the theme, which is so powerful, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. That is the commission in simpler terms of what our greater mission is to rescue, heal, and restore. Patriots, let's pray. Well, Father God, we want to thank you. Truly thank you for the journey that you placed us on and this very interesting path that we've walked in the last couple of months to lead us to a location here in Madeline Farm in Flemingsburg, Kentucky. Father, this is truly a blessed location, and the doors that you've thrown open have been stunning this week on so many levels. And as I will pray and we hope that these stories can be told more and more from each of the parties involved to start to hear the details and the the magnificence of your voice and your magnificence of your vision that we're now looking in. 
Father, we just ask as we move forward here that all of those that will be participant in this Bards Fest to be blessed and that we have an opportunity now to truly create something of significance, a movement, an awakening, a call to the, the ministries to step in now to a greater authority in this world, to deliver those that are lost, to rescue, to heal, to restore, and to be called now to bring together the two tribes, Resistance Chicks tribe and Bars Nation, to start to build an incredible connection with one another, to build strongholds, and to continue forward in the march to rescue, heal, and restore the children. Again, Father, we bless you and we thank you for the words even, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. And it is that commission and this focus that we give all of this and give it back to you in the glory of all that you give and the glory of kingdom. So guide us in these times, Father. We ask for your blessings to raise this up to be an event of significance as each of these events have been. This is your event, Father. We are simply the stewards of the time and the place Lead us to something great and memorable. Let us shake the world through our prayers and through the mightiness of kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So a few things just to kind of close out. Um, a reminder again that tonight in, well, like a couple hours actually, uh, Pastor Brad Cummings is going to be joining me on Fishers of Men Friday night. We're going to just have a great conversation. Encourage you to come. And if you can't, can't miss, if you can't make it tonight, make sure and catch it on, re, on the posted podcast. You won't be disappointed. That's not, those shows are never boring. Um, with this event, get the word out. Well, again, tickets will become available. We're going to have to look at capacity. I think we're probably... I don't know what our capacity is, but it's probably going to be around five to 500, 550, uh, roughly for the event location. I don't know how many people are going to show up. We had a fantastic number of people show up at Glad Tidings Church. It was 250. That was very manageable and very good. We added about 50 people from the Church of Glad Tidings, which brought us up close to 300. Um, it's not the numbers that count. So I'm just kind of giving you the what we can handle at the capacity, but it's not the numbers that count. What counts is the heart. And if you're so called and you're going to be there, I will guarantee you it will be fantastic. If you're so called, but for whatever reasons can't be there, don't feel you're not part of it. This is us working together as we do prayer, as we participate. And that's why the live stream part is so critical. Final note, because I always get asked, is live stream going to be available? Yes. Is live stream going to be, if you're going to charge for live stream? No. Those two, those two points always come up. And we will live stream as far and as wide as we can. We should be able to live stream like we did last time on YouTube. I'll have to look at who's speaking. And I say that um, the only part, if we get somebody who's regularly flagged on YouTube besides myself, um, we may have to clip that segment from YouTube. But other than that, uh, we should be good. And that just opens up a broader audience and an easier way of accessing the afterwards. So you have the update. Big news, big changes, big event coming. Excited about it. We've got a lot of focus to do. If you're interested in volunteering, we'll get an email posted for Nikki, but Nikki Armad is, is organizing all the volunteers. We could use volunteers, and we'd love to have you participate in it. And that's it for now. So, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. 
but we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as it, as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men with Pastor Brad Cummings. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line.
This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.